This week on Moms Moving On. Dolores did absolutely nothing wrong, all right? A man doesn't cheat because something is wrong. Sure, they, they, they could, but that's not necessarily a reason. I couldn't tell you that there was something Dolores did, oh, to make me go cheat, because there was nothing, all right? She was an incredible wife. She was an incredible mother, all right? And, and I own it. I own it. I was wrong. I cheated on her, guys. And there wasn't a thing she did that could have done that could have stopped me or could have been any different than what she did. Life moves on, so why shouldn't we? This is Michelle Dempsey-Moltak, your host of Moms Moving On, navigating divorce, co-parenting, single motherhood, and moving on. Hi guys, we're back with another Moms Moving On. And if you can hear the excitement in my voice, thank goodness you can't like see me sweating. I'm so excited because your favorite man is on today. You guys have begged and pleaded ever since you saw Dolores' beautiful face on this podcast. You said, but where's Frank? And now we have Frank, Frank Catania Sr., the daddy of New Jersey. Thank you so much for being here. Oh my God, I was waiting for that introduction. Michelle, thank you so much for having me. I've been I've been chasing Antonio around like hello 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 and I know you guys had to wait until you were done with filming yes. or at least until the season wrapped you know for us viewers and now that's wrapped it was a very exciting season. In fact, uh, uh, the, the rest of the reunion is coming out, so there's a lot more to yet to be seen. I'm, I'm ready for tonight. But, you know, I don't want to get into the season too much because that's not what we're here for, but I will tell you what it did do for us viewers is it only solidified our love for you even more. I mean, I think all of us women watch each episode like like with bated breath. Is this going to be the one where, where Frank and Dolores just decide, fuck it, let's get back together? <laughs> I hear that all the time, Michelle, all the time we hear it. And I, I got to tell you, I just have, I, I have a great time. I have a great time filming and, and I'm just so glad that people are, are able to see, we have a platform for people to see the relationship Dolores and I have, uh, even though we're not husband and wife, all right, that the way we can still be with one another. Well, what that is, is a model for the rest of us co-parents because, and this is why I loved Dolores from the jump. A lot of women get cheated on. A lot of women get married and realize it's not what they thought it was going to be, and they end up getting divorced. And what happens? They have so much resentment and contempt for their ex-husband for what he did or didn't do or what he should or shouldn't have done, and it just fucks up the kids. And what you guys did, or what I got to give the credit to Dolores, because what Dolores did is she said, you know what? We have these children together, and I'll be damned if I'm going to let his mistake ruin their lives. And now you... Your children both graduated. They're both successful, seemingly like soon to be successful adult individuals. And what more could parents ask for? And that's all because Dolores made a very, very emotionally evolved choice despite your, uh, you know, philanderings. Yeah, let's say, how about we say moment of weakness? How about that? Moment of weakness. Uh, I like that for a few years, okay? As you know, Dolores was on and she talked a lot about what it was like for her. Obviously, she loved you very much. Obviously, she wishes that didn't happen. But no matter what, and it's that it's that Italian loyalty, she was going to have your back as the father of your children. But she said to me, you know what, Michelle, you know what I want you to do? 
get Frank on this podcast because your viewers should hear from a man's perspective why something like that would occur, why a man would cheat or why he would cheat and then stay around and be such a great ex-husband. You know, there's so much to this. There's so many layers that make you guys so unique and so fantastic. That, that we are unique. We are unique, but we're more unique back then than we are now. There's more and more relationships that end that end up being closer to what we are than what our parents were during a divorce. Mm-hmm. So that's you know, it's and it, it, you mentioned you touched upon it. All right, you touched upon it before. It's all about the kids. It's all about the kids, right? and that's it. The kids had nothing to do with the divorce. The kids had nothing to do with any of it. So honestly, like you said, it's all about the kids and put your own feelings aside for the kids. And that's what we did. And, and I think, you know, that always is led by the woman. I see so many men in divorces that they're just defensive, right? Because their ex-wife is so mad. So, so that sort of pulls them into this like sphere of negativity. Was there a place in the beginning where maybe you guys weren't so amicable? 100%. During the divorce proceedings, there were times me and Dolores wouldn't even talk. We wouldn't even talk. Uh, we would always stay cordial with one another when I came and got the kids um, or I would come to the house. And, and, but uh, there were, yeah, things were, things were rough. Until the divorce was, the day that the divorce was finalized, Dolores came to me and said, you know, let's talk. Let's talk. And she basically said, listen, all right, there's no reason we still can't be best friends. You're a horrible husband. Okay, you're, you're a great father, you're a horrible husband, but you're also a great best friend. And um, and we've been since then. I, I gotta be honest with you, divorce is still probably the most next to my children and most important person to me in my life. Well, that shows, and it shows in everything you do. And it's not, you can tell in these and on these reality shows what's for the camera and what's genuine. And yeah. you guys are so genuinely loyal to each other, it's beautiful. Uh, it's and it comes easy all right again like you said that's not an act um it's not scripted it just comes naturally you know Dolores I I have Dolores's back I caught a lot of slack uh for the one episode where Joe Gorga had a lot to say about uh Dolores for not chiming in uh and defending Dolores but Dolores and I have a, a, a unwritten agreement all right I'm not gonna. I know Dolores can handle herself all right if she needed it and I saw her losing control you know absolutely I would jump in but Dolores doesn't need my defense. Dolores defends herself just fine. And she does it so gracefully. She has such an elegance about her. She never stoops to anybody's level, which I love. But that was a big question from my followers. Because I was very vocal about that episode and what Joey Gorga said. Do you think Dolores is a broken woman? No, not at all. I, I can be honest with you. I think Dolores is exactly where she wants to be right now. And when I say that, uh, and I'm close with David too. All right. And it's funny because the three of us are together, just the three of us quite often. All right. Quite often. We have the holiday uh, weekend coming up, which is usually my birthday. So, you know, Dolores is obviously down to shore house and David's here too. You know, we're all down here together. Uh, but last year, uh, a little over a year ago, Dolores was looking to get engaged. All right. Dolores would have loved to get engaged, would have loved to move in and eventually get married. That didn't happen. And during that period of time, or since then to now, Dolores has discovered her freedom a little bit. She still loves her relationship with David, all right? But I got to be honest with you, and this is only my opinion, all right? You'd have to ask Dolores. I don't think she wants to be engaged, nor do I think she would be engaged right now. Well, I think sometimes it takes 
not getting what you think you want to realize that maybe you didn't want it in the first place. I think that happens a lot. You know, and she had a lot of pressure. Everybody's up her ass about, when are you getting married? When are you getting married? And she said something recently, like, what is that going to do for you if I get married? Like, what does that mean? It's going to make you more comfortable. And I can totally understand. And I say this to my clients all the time. I'm a divorce coach. Okay, so you get remarried. Guess what? You're still picking up dirty socks. You still want him to shut the fuck up when he's on the phone with his friends. You still want to get out and have a girl's night. Like it all leads to the same place, even in the best marriages. So I think she's wise enough to realize that. Yes, she does. And she's she's quite honestly, Dolores has the best of all worlds right now. Um, She has me and I I always have her back. And and a lot of people, you know, criticize and say, well, you're you're like a crutch to her. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. I I am and I will always be there no matter what. And Dolores, God forbid, you know, listen, it's easy for me to talk about it now, but when the day comes, Dolores getting remarried, I I, got to be honest, I'm not exactly sure how I act. I hope to be best man at the wedding. All right. But I'm not sure how. All right. So can I be your date to the wedding? You know? Absolutely. Okay. I'll fly up. My husband won't mind. Um, (laughs) But I do, I want to go back to that moment of weakness because so, and I'm not trying to put you in the hot seat and and make you feel bad for what you did. What I work with. Go right ahead. I told you before you go right ahead. I live up to everything I did. Everything I did, I did it. Okay. And I have no problem defending it or, you know, admitting to it. And so listen, there's no hot seat. I'm perfectly okay with it. I think it's just more, trying to help women understand, you know, I'm, and I, and I work with women who have been cheated on all the time. And I, I'm constantly telling them a man doesn't cheat because of you. A man cheats because of him. Of course, there are situations where there's a loveless marriage and there's no intimacy and you got to get it somewhere. But in most cases, it has nothing to do with how much you love the other person. There's an itch that needs to be scratched. The opportunity presents itself, whatever the case may be. So what was it in your mind that, led you to this less than stellar moment. Um, and, and exactly the way you just prefaced it is exactly the way it is. All right. I can tell you something. My relationship with Dolores at the time, um, and, and she was pregnant with, with, with my son, Frankie, our relationship was great. Okay. Um, it's still to this day. I mean, Dolores was a gorgeous, gorgeous woman. Okay. Um, and it just so happened. Um, I was a divorced attorney and it was a divorced client. And next thing you know, you're getting attention from someone else. Then maybe there was an excitement in the marriage after a little bit of a while. And you want to know something? But the grass is not always greener on the other side. And that's what I learned. All right. And I'm not even going to say a moment of weakness because, listen, I could have stopped it. I could have stopped it. I didn't. All right. The girl that, uh, that happened to be with didn't compare to Dolores in any way. Looks, emotions, sexuality, you name it. Okay. Um, and, and I knew it. I got to be honest with you. When I walked out the door, I, I knew I was doing the wrong thing. And I kept, you know, and, and I don't even know. I don't even know why I did it. I look back now. Why did I, I don't even know why I did it. There was no excuse for it, except, you know, maybe got some new attention, um, which, listen, guys, if you have a beautiful, beautiful wife at home and she gives you everything you need, the grass is not greener on the other side. Okay. And so after that time, you know, our relationship has since changed. I don't know what the future will bring, but right now our relationship is good. And I think both of us are afraid to screw it up. Yeah. I know you can tell now tell me, because for the kids, this becomes, and and again, you guys are like the unicorn of co-parents. It's 
well, you know, daddy cheated on mommy and hurt mommy. And then the kids feel a certain way and there are loyalty binds and parental alienation. I imagine this didn't happen with you guys, but when, you know, Frankie was old enough to know what was what, did either of your kids say, dad, what the fuck? Yeah, quite honestly, I didn't think my, my, my kids, I think were like 16 years old when they realized we weren't married. They just thought we lived in a different, okay? All right? Uh, yeah. and, and that has to do with Dolores. Dolores, Dolores took our divorce hard. She really, really did. And, 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 and that made me feel, oh my God. It's, and that's one of the reasons I didn't go back to Dolores at the time because I didn't feel I could be faithful to her at the time, Okay. And, and and I felt horrible, you know, because she did. She took it bad. Uh, but one thing Dolores never did, she never badmouthed me to the kids. Okay? My kids. Ladies, no matter how much he did you wrong, you do not badmouth in front of the kids. It's like co-parenting number one. I, but at the same time, all right, because I knew I was in the wrong. And again, my kids and Dolores never wanted for anything. Okay? It wasn't a money issue. If I had it, they had it. Okay. I didn't put the, I'm sorry. They didn't put themselves in this position. I did. So I made sure that their lifestyle, their lives that they were accustomed to didn't change in any way whatsoever. All right. There was a point in time where, you know, I would go to the house every single night, put my daughter to sleep until she fell asleep. All right. And then leave after that. Um, Frankie was born uh, right around the time of the infidelity. And me and Frankie had a very rough first eight years. Okay because I wasn't there constantly. All right. And we then became closer as he started sports and I coached the sports. And I got to tell you, my relationship with my son now is incredible. Incredible. My relationship with my daughter is incredible. All right. So we're, it's, it's, it's some rough, it definitely, definitely, it wasn't always peaches and cream as everyone sees right now. And I love that you can own that because we see what we see and we see these kids who are so emotionally well-adjusted and and smart and did all the right things in school and, and are on their way to becoming very successful grown humans. And so we, you know, from the outside, we're like, oh my God, these, these parents did everything right. But it is refreshing to hear that. And not that, you know, we want you to have had a, a hard history with your son, but it's refreshing to hear that you're human too, you know, that everybody had to go through it in a certain way to get to a better place. One hundred percent, without a doubt, without a doubt. And I got to tell you something. Let me just take it backtrack a little bit. I was a divorce attorney for twenty-one years, okay, and I handled divorce and I handled both women and men. All right, and I used to hate, hate when I would represent. Whether it usually it was the men, all right, who would come in and say, you know, I don't want to pay her this amount of money. I said, well, if you don't want to pay her that amount of money, okay, that means you have to have the kids more overnight stays, and it's a, it's a whole thing. It goes into an equation, child support. You know, well, listen, I don't care so much about seeing the kids. I just don't want to pay her. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you, okay? And I made sure it was that was never, ever me, all right? Never me. Dolores and I shared holidays, shared birthdays. It wasn't in when I grew up, I had to go to a birthday by my mom, a birthday by my dad, a holiday by my mom, a holiday by my dad. My kids never, ever did that, okay? Now, let me tell you a story. I'm not even sure whether Dolores told you this, all right? One of the places that we would all gather as a family would be our shore house, yeah. okay? I rebuilt the shore house, a brand new house, all right? Right during the divorce. So mine and Dolores' uh, uh, bedroom is on the third floor, all right? So... Dolores says to me, we're going back and forth with divorce. And it was nasty. It was nasty. All right. I said, Dolores, all I want is a shore house. Okay. All I want is a shore house. And you have everything else. She says, fine. 
but way too easy. Michelle, she said it way too easy. Okay. <laughs> Came down to short one day after the divorce, got her suitcase, packing up her stuff in the bedroom. All right. And I'm looking and she's, I thought, wow, maybe she really didn't like it here that much. She wasn't that sad. So anyway, took her suitcase, went down the stairs, went to the second floor, into the bedroom, unpacked her stuff. And that has been her bedroom for the past 18 years. <laughs> That's I, amazing. She didn't tell me that. Lord, what the fuck are you doing? She was, <laughs> I said, you could have the house. I didn't say I'm not going to stay. So I'll stay here. All right. Oh my God. So I got to be honest with you. The way it's been is this is it's still our house, right? She's here with David, all right? I'm still here with my girlfriend, our girlfriend at the time while I'm dating, all right? We all go out together, and my kids are here with their friends. So it's still one big family. Nothing ever changed, okay? And I got to be honest with you, when she stopped on the second floor and emptied her suitcase, uh, Michelle, you know, I had I didn't have a problem with it. I liked it, you know? Yeah. So. Again, you didn't you didn't cheat because you didn't love her, and, and yeah. that love didn't go anywhere. Um, is and Michelle, I just want to back one second because you pointed out a good thing, especially for the women, all your women viewers. All right, guys, Dolores did absolutely nothing wrong. All right, a man doesn't cheat because something is wrong. Sure, they they, they could, but that's not necessarily the reason. There, I couldn't tell you that there is something Dolores did oh to make me go cheat because there was nothing. All right, she was an incredible wife. She was an incredible mother. All right, and and I own it. I own it. I was wrong. I cheated on her guys. And there wasn't a thing she did that or could have done that could have stopped me or could have been any different than what she did. Well, if you could rewrite history, would you have made the same uh, mistake? Can I, can I tell you something? I, I don't know. Because if, in fact, listen, me and Dolores had arguments here and there. I don't know. I don't know if we both be this easy because we get along so easy now. And if my kids would be so well adjusted if we stayed together, I don't know. You know how right? Well, I get it because you never know. I mean, you yeah. never know what could happen, and you guys have found like a really great stride. Hey guys, Michelle here with a word from one of our sponsors. The Soberlink system is designed to make parenting time safer with real-time remote alcohol monitoring. Soberlink uniquely combines a breathalyzer with wireless connectivity and is the only system that includes facial recognition, tamper detection, and advanced reporting. Parents can submit a test anytime, anywhere, thanks to Soberlink's wireless technology, which delivers test results by text message or email to the concerned parties. Simplify co-parenting arrangements by using the system that provides transparency and proof of sobriety throughout the day. Flexible schedules combined with real-time delivery results make Soberlink the experts in remote alcohol monitoring technology. For a limited time, get $50 off your device by emailing info at Soberlink.com and mentioning Moms Moving On. Drive safe. Wait, 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 wait. Before we do anything, I have to ask, have you not joined the Moms Moving On membership community yet? This is the place I created for anybody looking for the benefits of coaching without having to commit to a high coaching fee. I've rounded up my go-to experts to put together curated content just for you, including free monthly webinars with me, self-confidence boosters, co-parenting tips and strategies, 
heartbreak advice, divorce anxiety relief, legal advice from top U.S. attorneys and mediators, financial advice, ebooks to help you on your journey, journal prompts and worksheets, discounts for all my favorite brands. The list goes on and on and on. And all of this at only $9.99 a month. Yep, you heard that right. $9.99 a month to be connected to women all over the world who are going through exactly what you're going through and to connect with me. Go to momsmovingon.com slash become a member and join us today. How long has it been since this, since Frankie was born? Frankie was, honestly, it was in the midst of it. Um, and yes, it was right around the time uh, Frankie was lit, right when Frankie was born. Okay. And that was 1998. All right. We ended up getting divorced in 2002. All right. Well, that's all. 20 years. Yes, yes, yes. We've been divorced over 20 years. Yes. And in this 20 years, Frank Catania Sr., you're telling me there's not been any, let's rekindle, let's see what's still there? I, I think, honestly, I, I, th- I think, I, to say lack of a better, uh, lack of a better uh, saying, I think Dolores and I celebrated the divorce back in 2002, and I think that was the last time. Oh, Really? Yeah, I think wow. so. Wow. Okay, at least there was that because the we look at you guys. She's flaming hot. You're flaming like, hot. And we're like, well, how does this not like you guys should be like magnets? Ah, uh, then Michelle, I walked in the other day. It's, it's and Dolores, I'm Dolores. Where are you? I come upstairs. Upstairs. I walk in. She's taking a bath. All right. So I know, I'm talking to her. And neither one of us. Like it doesn't even phase either one of us. All right. It's like talking to my sister. You know, I hate saying that. But, you know, that was it. Walked out. And people say, what? You just see Frankie there? You know? I said, no, uh, no, no. Did you see the picture she posted today? I did. And I commented on it. I said, put some fucking clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> she's looking really good. She, you could tell she's in this real confident place in her life. What did it feel like for you when you saw that things were really getting serious with David? It, it, I, I got to be honest with you. It, it, it was nice because right? I like Dolores to be happy. I really do. All right. Um, they, they listen, but Dolores, David is an incredible, incredible doctor. And I've told, I mean, Dolores, I've had this talk so many times. All right. She's secondary. His job is number one. All right. I can be honest with you, my stepmother, my stepmother just had a heart attack. All right. And David's at the hospital. He's there by her bedside. He's there reporting to me and my father, everything, you know? So anyway, yes. So next thing you know, all right. Uh, he's there reporting. He loves his job. He loves his job. All right. But it wasn't always that way. So easy. The first time Dolores dated, started dating after our separation. And I had absolutely no right. I had absolutely no right. I went to the guy's house. She's there. All right. And I'm calling. No one's answering. I'm banging on the door. No one's answering. All right. So at this point, I see all the lights in the house shut off. All right. I said, what the hell's going on? So I'm like, listen to me. All right. So finally, Dolores comes out. And Dolores goes, what, what, she goes, Frank, what the fuck are you doing here? All right. I said, Dolores, blah, 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 blah. And she goes, shut up. I said, so then I see her walking to her car. I said, you're leaving? I said, she goes, yes, I'm leaving. She goes, I'm not going to date a guy where my ex-husband comes to the house banging on the door and he says, shut all the lights off so he doesn't think we're here. All right. She goes, I need a man. So she left and that was the end of her date to that guy. Sorry. The best. Oh my God. She's so, she's like the people's hero. Um, yeah. 
So it's been really great for you to see her move on. I can imagine though, in, in your 20 years that you've been dating, that maybe the women weren't always so accepting of this closeness you have with your ex. It's been, it's been the end of many, many relationships for me, because I got to tell you something. Anytime you start a relationship, I always premise it. I'm very, very close to my ex-wife. Okay. Now everybody knows because of the show, but prior to the show, right. And they're like, Oh, that's great. That's great. But then they see how close I am to my ex-wife. Right. Doris will call me at two o'clock in the morning. I had a flat. Oh, you know, my ass is out of bed in the car and gone. All right. And I can be honest with you. There's a lot of women. All right. Who can't handle that. All right. I couldn't handle it. And it was the end of, end of a, a few relationships for me. And quite honestly, Dolores comes first. Dolores comes first. All right. I had a long-term relationship with someone who didn't see Dolores as a threat whatsoever. And it was great for a long time. And the two of them got along and, it, you know, and that's it. And any, any woman who I date afterwards is the same way. It's the same way. All right. At least now it's a little bit easier because they see it on the show. And when I say how close, how close we are, they see it on a show, Michelle, and you know it's not a surprise to them. So when I say I'm close, I, I just don't mean hey, we call each other every once in a while and we get along with the kids. No, we're close. Yeah, it's hard for a woman because there's that insecurity of like, you know, what does he want with his ex-wife? But at the same time, like for me, when I got remarried, I knew I had to be with somebody who respected his ex-wife. And then there were times where I had to check myself where it was like, oh, she needs this or she needs that. And I'm like, well, tell her, you know, but, but I remember that this is what makes a good man. And hopefully you have somebody who can, who can withstand the relationship you guys have, because it's just too beautiful to fuck up. You're you're hundred percent right. And Michelle, it's, honestly, it's twofold because not only is it a good relationship, but they look at my ex and see a, a, a gorgeous woman on top of it. All right. You know, so it, it, it goes, it goes beyond that as well. So. Yeah. So what advice would you give to a woman right now who is reeling over the fact that her husband has cheated and she has caught him red-handed in the act? I, I, I would probably have threefold. Okay. Number one, don't blame yourself necessarily. All right. I don't know the circumstances of everybody, but it does to me. Most of the times you did nothing wrong. You did nothing wrong. Something may have been lacking in the marriage, but quite honestly, it should never rise to the level of cheating. Okay. If that's what therapy is called. That's what counseling is called. Get it, get it addressed. All right. That's the, that's the one thing. All right. And, and, and number two, all right. Um, just because you're divorced and just because he may have scorned you. Remember the children come first. Okay. I understand your feelings are hurt and you want to yell and scream at him and swear at him when it's you and him. That's fine. All right. Don't do it to the kids because you don't. It makes your life so much easier later on if all of you get along. It really, because as you get older, the last thing you want is stress, all right? And there's no more stress than with an ex, all right? If you remove that stress from your life with an ex, I tell you something, Michelle, it's, it's such a different, different situation. And lastly, and this I'm talking both going through divorce and as a divorce attorney, okay? This is the worst of the worst, Okay. All right. You going through your divorce is the worst of the worst. All right. It's only a matter of time. All right. You will be in a better place. Okay. It's only a matter of time. All right. And I got to tell you, not nine out of 10, almost 10 out of 10 of the women who I have represented in divorces. All right. Years later, have always said to me, Frank, you want to know? I remember what you said. And I got a new boyfriend. I got a new husband. I'm, I'm, I, I went back to school. All right. So many different things. All right. And they say, you want to know something? I, I am better off. I am better off. And I wouldn't have done this if, it, if I was still with my husband. 
Exactly. Well, the the whole point is is realizing that, okay, whether or not you wanted the marriage to end, it's over now. And you do have a new opportunity to go and do things, however you may not have done them before, in a way that suits you better. And some people are too stuck in their anger and resentment to realize that. But I had a client say to me last night, who's going through four years of litigation, beautiful young girl. She was a Miami Heat dancer. She's young. She's fit. The stress yeah. of the litigation made her have a heart attack last year. She now has. Oh a my god! Are you serious? That's horrible. That's and, that's horrible. And and she says to me, Michelle, divorce fucking sucks. And I said to her, Honey, no, the process does. The divorce itself is going to be the best thing that ever happened to you. So that's that's a really great piece of advice. One hundred percent, and that, and that comes from not only going through it with Dolores, and that's why I love I love to see Dolores. One thing I got to tell you, I, which I learned from our divorce, is how much Dolores truly, truly did love me. Okay, uh, you you see how much, right? I was like, oh, and if it wasn't for that at that time, I got to be honest, with you, I would have probably gone back home. I would have probably gone back home. But if I had any inkling that I couldn't be faithful, all right, I I could never see Dolores hurt like that again. All right. And, you know, it, it, so I, I, I sat with her and I explained it to her. And quite honestly, she was like, I'm, 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 we're better off than I'm glad you didn't come home. All right. So and, and guys, God bless. God bless. I mean, we're, we're in a we're in a great we're in a great situation. I got my daughter who's a veterinarian. My son graduated yeah, college. Just, uh, He's Gabby graduated. Everyone's done. Every, Gabby, I'm, in fact, Gabby's at the shore house right now with her four dogs. I got my two dogs. She had to leave. So I'm babysitting her four dogs who I'm praying aren't barking the whole time that we're having this interview. All right. <laughs> no, they were right? Good. So she starts work next week. I got to get her back. I'm renovating Dolores' house up north. Total, total renovation to make sure my daughter can get back inside next week. So she's ready to work. All right. Oh, it's just, it's, for the lack of a better word, the last three months for our entire family is nothing short of a clusterfuck. All right. It's a fun clusterfuck. It's all good things. These are all good yes, things. Yes, it is. All good things is right. And Frank Jr. is also graduated, right? Right. Frank is graduated. Frankie is working. He's got an incredible, incredible job. In fact, he is working for Teresa's new boyfriend. Oh, Louie. Okay. Louis. Yes, he is. He's working for Louie. Uh, and I got to be honest with you. Louis, I've only met once. And people ask me what I think of Louis. And I said, I, I haven't been with him long enough, but let me tell you something. I'm basing it upon the way he treats my family. All right. I got nothing but nice things to say about this guy. Nothing but nice things. I hope all right. Good intentions. Teresa deserves it. Now, let me tell you, if, if, it's, if it doesn't work out, I promise you, he'll be the one crying, not her. All right. So. All right. Okay. Ter- Teresa, Teresa's, Teresa's rough, man. She's been through a lot, so she knows how to handle things. Well, and also the way you guys support her is also a really nice thing. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, she couldn't have gotten through it without all you guys. And so, and all you guys, I mean, the Catania family, like yes. the loyalty there runs deep and that's a beautiful thing. But she also just, you know, her relationship with Joe, if you notice, you know, they had a dinner the other night down in the Bahamas with Joe Judice and Louie and the family and everything else, which guys, I can tell you, I, I, Dolores should take credit for it because Dolores stepped away for a lot of people who would never say, I love when people always say when they first started divorce, don't think we're going to be like Frank and Dolores. Okay. <laughs> by, the, by the time, by the time they're done, they're like Frank and Dolores. Because you know, it's divorce is just like, it, it's like losing a job. You know, you, you might've been a photographer at this magazine and you love photography, but that particular magazine wasn't the right one for you. Do you quit taking pictures forever? No, there's still a love there. And people forget that 
you can lose some love, but there's always going to be a certain amount of love for the person that you had a life with. And then that's, that's the bitter truth, whether you like it or not. Yeah. Then Michelle, at least I, I was able to realize that was an analogy, not like Teresa with Jackie, right? Okay. okay. <laughs> that kind of yeah. Just we're not allowed. Antonio said we can't talk about the show. I don't care. We can talk about what we want to talk about. <laughs> well, you know, um, tell me about Jackie's husband then. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, as, as faithful as they come. As far listen, tell- I'm a man's man. I'm a man's man. He's been faithful for as far as I know anything. Yeah, and you know, when I talked to Dolores when we did the podcast, that episode was about to come out. And she was like, oh, just take what Teresa says with a grain of salt, basically. And I said, okay, say no more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so will there be a, a, a house husband's show? Because that's all the world is missing right now. Well, honestly, I don't know. But we do have myself, Joe Beningo, Margaret's husband, and Joe Gorga. Uh, we have a show, all right, in Atlantic City. All right, we're on June 12th. We're at the Hard Rock. So we are nearly sold out. And if we sell out there, we may be going around the country. So together, together with Michael Martachi, Michael Martachi is a uh, Frank Sinatra's uh, godson who sings Frank Sinatra is incredible. So us and him, yeah, we may may be taking it on the road. Take it on the road to Miami. I'll be in the front row. Oh my God, for sure. Tickets. Yeah, I'll be there. For sure. Is that where you guys are located down in Miami? Yeah, I grew up in in New York and New Jersey, and I yep. moved down to Miami nine years ago. Where in Miami? I'm in North Miami in Aventura. But you guys are right next to us. No, we didn't say me and Doris. We were down in uh, Sunny Isles. I know. She told me, and I was in Colorado skiing. She was like, we're going to have lunch. I'm like, I, I wish. I was out of town skiing, and the day I would have seen Dolores, I sprained my ankle. So that was a sign. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what you get for going to cold weather, Michelle. I know. I, I grew up in Long Island, and then I actually lived in Lodi before I moved down here. Get out of here. Did you really? I was on Avenue B in Lodi. You know exactly. Sure. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I went to, what was that club in Lodi that I was used oh, to? Chicago's. Chicago's? No, it was a different name. By the uh, big It was uh, the Sound Garden? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I lived there. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And I was a teacher in Fairlawn. And then I was a teacher in the Bronx for a while, and I had a real bad car accident up in New York. And my mom, my dad had died. My mom moved down here, and I just wanted to be near my family because the other side of my family is Colombian. So all the Colombians now live in Aventura, and I just wanted to be with my family. So I moved down here. I met my ex-husband in like 30 seconds. He proposed to me in three months, and that's why it didn't work out. Yeah. Uh, good for uh, Listen, our, our, our future, future plans, and, and when I say future plans, it always includes the lawyers, are to relocate, all right? To get down to Sunny Isles to be our permanent residence and spend some time up in New Jersey. But when I when I look to relocate, it's always not only a place for me. I have to have a place next door or close for Dolores as well. And that's the way it's, it always is. It's like you guys so. are married, but it's nothing serious. That's what I would yeah, yeah. Yes. That's a good way to put it. All right, Frank. Well, it's been uh, like the best day of my podcast life. I don't know about you, but this was a real treat. And I know our listeners are going to love it. Um, What can we expect from you in the next couple of weeks? You've got the show in Atlantic City. Maybe you'll take it on the road. Yes, that's it. And then we start filming again. Two more weeks, we start filming. Already? Yep. We're back into What's that? How much time do you get in between seasons to just be like normal people? 
you know what it, 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 it changes like this time we didn't have much at all because last season was all screwed up because of covid all right normally we'd get five six months all right but this year no this way I mean, we're back we're we're back to work you know they got us back to work so which is good I gotta be honest with you. I enjoy. I enjoy filming. I really do. Yeah. If you notice, you never see me scream. You never see me yell. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm in the background. Give me some food. Put me in a corner, Michelle. I'm happy. All right. <laughs> I love that. I respect that very much. All right, guys. Yeah. Well, you heard it here first. He will return to the Housewives of New Jersey, which means the rest of us will too. Frank, thank you so much for being here. But don't go anywhere. I'm just gonna stop. You got it. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Moms Moving On. I hope you found today's episode to be helpful, inspiring, and give you the advice you need to feel empowered and strong as you move on. Don't forget to come say hi on Instagram at the Michelle Dempsey and drop us a line if there's a specific topic or subject you'd like us to discuss. Thanks. Stay strong.